0: Welcome, everyone, to another Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Robert Peek. I'm here with Todd Brown. Hello, Robert. Hi, Todd. And in this podcast series, um, our goal is to help you learn how to get a little more done with a little less stress, provide some tips, practical advice, um, things that we've found work for ourselves and our many, many clients that we've worked with, particularly around this methodology called Getting Things Done, GTD, uh, which is just helped a lot of people around the world to sort of do things with a bit less friction, um, a bit more ease, um, and fundamentally to get things off of your mind. so You can be present. And you can be focused. So that's that's the goal. If that sounds interesting, stick around. That's what we're we'll talking about. Um, and in particular, uh, for this episode, we were talking just a little bit before we before we went live with the video about how GTD can help. Um, when you're in a management position of any kind, so very, very broadly, um, to help you manage others, right? So, um, we think of this as a personal productivity methodology, and it is. But it can really help when um, you know the 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 boundary for getting things done isn't doesn't just begin and end with with you as well. So we wanted to explore some of that. We wanted to talk a little bit about how GTD can help you manage others. Todd, I think you and I have both been in in various types of, of leadership positions and also, you know, really we're, we're saying, you know, anyone that anyone that has a cat <laughs> has management, you know, to, to to do, you know, in all various kinds of relationships, um, there there are things to manage. Um what are some of the things that you've found most helpful about the methodology or about the thought process of, of GTD? As it relates to to effective leadership and managing others.
1: Yeah, I, I think one of the most important points—it's uh, just um, riffing on something you've already mentioned—is the—is is the acknowledgement really that as you become uh, a manager, managers in general get things done through other people, right? And sort of that acknowledgement is 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 important. I think as as you implied earlier. GTD, a lot of people think about it as hey this is this is about making me more productive. but if you're a manager, GTD also helps you to make sure that you're getting, yes the most return on your time, but also that you're that you're managing the relationships that you have with the people that, that you manage uh, appropriately, right. So so one very practical example is this idea of a uh, you know of a waiting for list. Right. So we have, um, you know, as a manager, I'm, I'm asking people who work for me to handle various issues, some strategic, some quite tactical. And many managers, I, I, I would say most managers, the majority of managers don't do a great job then of, of having delegated those things, of keeping track of what they've delegated. When did they delegate them? Does this person have a um, does this person have a clear sense of what they're delivering for me? right um and and the you know the proper uh creation and maintenance of waiting for reminders I think can be a a, a big upgrade for an awful lot of people just you know one one thing about that again for those that aren't, aren't maybe familiar um a good waiting for will indicate who I'm waiting for what I'm waiting for and when I started waiting that sounds pretty commonsensical but but the middle one of those three, right, what I'm waiting for, just the codification of that, right, just agreeing that with the person who works for me can be hugely beneficial. I think, you know, a lot of people, uh, in my experience, and again, as a manager for a lot of years, and, and I, I used to do this too, I would delegate things by basically just, you know, an email would come in and I'd think, well, this person should go handle that. And I'd sort of forward it on and say something like, over to you right now in some cases if it was something incredibly tactical that was probably an appropriate way to deal with it but but to the extent that what i had forwarded on was more was more ambiguous was more sort of yeah not really clear how to take this forward that wasn't a very helpful way to delegate you know coming up with a conversation or coming up with a with an agreement rather with the person i was delegating to what exactly are you going to be providing back would have been much more helpful so Again, it's just—I think for me—a great reminder that some of these, some of these things, which seem on the surface to be fairly, uh, fairly straightforward and self-explanatory, can make a huge difference if they're implemented consistently.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Creating that um, that clarity, I think, is—it it almost forces that clarity to some extent when you realize I'm going to be putting this on a list and I'm going to be reviewing it again later for appropriate follow-up. And I need to know what it is, right? You know, sorted out the thing is is pretty squishy, you know. Or as you said, as you said, over to you, or handle this. Um, whereas you know, being able to see, have I gotten what I needed back? Uh, can I can I tick this off? Um, you know, in order to do that, you have to create the clarity for yourself, and automatically you're creating that clarity for that other person, which I think is really really important. In fact, I think one of the kind of fundamental. Sort of skills of of managing in any management relationship is creating clarity for those around you about where we're headed. You know, that's that is that is leadership. Is here here we're going and here's how we're going to get there. So yeah, great stuff. Um, you know, it reminds me too of um, another really key list that I um, found helped me when um, the waiting for in and of themselves weren't quite enough. And I think some people get to this point where they go, oh my gosh, I have so many people under me, so much going on, waiting for is getting really, really huge. That's a point at which um, another potentially useful list can come into play called the projects delegated list. Um, so for me, this was um, when I moved from just having a, you know, a small sized IT department to also having responsibilities across other departments at a more kind of executive level, I realized just recording the tactical kind of back and forth wasn't enough. I was delegating some pretty big projects with complex multiple steps. And I really just needed to track it at the outcome level. I really just needed to know, you know, this is what they're going toward, you know, and here are some kind of basic standards of how I, I, I would like to get them to get there, which I obviously would communicate to them. Um, I don't need to know all the nitty gritty, but I do need to have it on radar. So at least once a week I can say, do I feel comfortable that 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 they're on track with this big project outcome or not? Or is it time to time to do some appropriate follow-up? So that that one was another, I think, really useful um, counterpart to to the waiting for list when it's not purely tactical. It's not I'm just waiting for an Amazon package or I'm waiting for, you know, a, a specific task to get done. That higher level project delegated really, really helped me um, at, at some point to kind of upgrade my lists and to think about is this a whole big outcome I'm I'm giving them or is this really just I'm waiting for a component and more likely than not I own the project. I'm curious, Dodd, you've you've um, dealt with and managed people who are doing GTD and people who aren't doing GTD. Um, any difference in your practice in your approach? <laughs> I, I'm wondering if...
1: Uh... Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say any difference in in what it was like to work <laughs> with people yeah, who what, practice yeah, GTD exactly. versus not. Do, uh, yeah, how much time a, do we have again? That's a resounding
0: yes, <laughs> right? Yeah, but, uh, any difference in how you relate to managing people that that kind of know the game in relation to GTD and the parlance and have their own list set up versus not? They have maybe their own system or, or no system. Yeah,
1: it's... Um how would I put it? If, if I know that the person that I'm talking to uh, already knows the vocabulary, knows the core ideas, then, you know, the, the barriers to productivity have been reduced tremendously, right? This is, of course, this is one of the reasons that we find organizations that have implemented GTD. Um, You know, things just happen in ways, in, 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 in much more friction-free ways. So yes, I mean, I'd say that my own as I think about it, my own practice doesn't change in the sense that I'm still looking and dealing with someone who knows very little about GTD or nothing about GTD. I'm still trying to agree outcomes. I'm still draw, trying to make sure that we're both clear, you know, what's the commitment that we have between us? That doesn't change. But um, but I'm going to need to spend more time, uh, you know, probably explaining, and it's going to take, it's going to take longer to get there. Um, and, of course, I'm going to have less confidence that the person that doesn't know GTD is, you know, is going to be um, maintaining the information in, in a pro, in a helpful way for them. Right. So I'll be gently encouraging things like, are they capturing appropriately? Have they just made a note of the fact that they've agreed to do something for me? Right. I mean, these kinds of, these kinds of things do pop up. Um, so, so yeah, my, my, the, I'd say that the core ideas behind the practice don't change so much, but the way that I interact with the person needs to accommodate the fact that they're going to be new to it. And so I'll be I'll be gently gently encouraging them in the direction of GTD best practice, even if I know that they don't really they don't really use GTD. In in both of our interests, right? That's not just about me being sort of selfish about the way I want to work. That's let's be clear. You know what what is our commitment to each other? Um, uh, are we both agreed what the outcome looks like um, I love your example of the of the the projects delegated list by the way because that's that's in some ways it's it's an it's an elevated it's an elevated waiting for list is what that really is right it's a waiting for list at 10,000 feet or at, at horizon one in the horizons of focus model um, and I'm with you completely some people choose to keep those on there on their standard waiting for list right especially if the volume isn't all that high but I think it's an interesting. As a manager, it can be an interesting acknowledgement of the complexity of something. If you recognize that you need to track it as an outcome and not as an individual next action or as a standard waiting for. I I think that's, um, I've seen that a lot and it can help managers who, who, who tend toward micromanagement. Right? If someone's got a tendency to micromanage, encouraging that manager to say, look, you know, this person, this person as far as I can tell is competent can do their jobs pro- properly. Why are you tracking you know why are you tracking the fact that um, they're making a particular phone call and you're waiting for the results of that or they you know or they're going to be sending an email or something? Why aren't you tracking this at a higher level right And I've, I've seen that pretty dramatically change the way that managers interact with their people. Again, having the
0: confidence
1: that what I've what I've done here is delegated an outcome. Not delegated in action, and that can be, you know, that can be a real game changer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've certainly, certainly found that as well. As I'm reflecting on, um, you know, what you're what you're talking about in terms of creating clarity and agreements between people, I realize um, people, particularly those that don't do GTD, don't always keep their agreements. So I know I've I've had the experience of the use of the GTD methodology has helped me. Um, as a manager, to be more objective um, and more effective as well in both managing up and managing out, meaning um, making the case, as it were, for uh, pay rises and promotions, and also making the case that you know this person really isn't up to this this job, not because I don't like them, not because you know um, I you know I don't uh, you know that that's some feeling or belief. But because, actually, I, I have a list of waiting fors that we followed up on multiple times, I have, you know, um, information about projects delegated that haven't gotten done. Um, and on the converse, you know, I have, um, you know, some, some record and some objective external way of evaluating, yes, this person really is on top of things. This is a very capable pair of hands in the organization, and this person really deserves, um, deserves to be rewarded for that. So I don't know. I don't know if you found found that too. If it's a if it's a side effect, or if it's a you know kind of a um, you know a a, a positive uh, side benefit of GTD in a way. But certainly for me, it's helped me feel like a more objective manager in those managerial relationships. To have external systems that are mm-hmm. um, helping me, helping me gauge you know what's the turnaround time how's you know how's this stuff coming back to me is it being done to a standard where i can really tick it off or they say it's done and i go well actually you know it's not quite done to the level we need it done and i don't know what your experience is with that but that was certainly something that that showed up for me as a as a very positive kind of side effect of of the process
1: you know what it what it brings up for me is this is this idea that that commitments. It's such an interesting idea, this idea of commitments. And in some ways, as I say, it's it's an it's the atoms of GTD. It's at its most fundamental level. It's about commitments. What are our commitments? And and I think you're right. I think I'm I'm really surprised a lot how cavalierly people treat commitments. You know, and and. And it's, in some ways, you can sort of understand it because people are so overwhelmed, right? There's so much coming at them, and they've got so much to do, and they feel always busy, and they can't relax, and you know, they can't focus on, you know, they can't shut off from work. They can't focus on that nice meal they're having with their friends or their family or whatever, and so they're they're selective in in what they choose to uh, to focus on. You know, I I once had this just occurs to me. I had a coaching client years ago who said to me that he treated his email inbox as a news feed. And what he meant by that was, all I'm really doing that is scanning there to see if there's anything that looks like it might even vaguely be interesting, right? So he wasn't even really opening every email, which I thought was astounding. You know, that's that's a really, and he was a very senior person in a very large global financial institution. So it's, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, I think that it's, uh, you know, GTD helps us to be consistent, respectful, uh, productive. Yes, right. But but um, it helps us to make sure that we're handling our commitments appropriately. And and I think quite interestingly, it also gives us a gauge for saying, hey, if my if my world is too big. Right. If the commitments, you know, the level of commitments that are coming at me, either from external sources or from my, you know, from my head, right, just things that are popping into my mind that occur to me that need to get done, GTD gives us mechanisms for for figuring out how doable is all this. Can I really handle the level of commitments that I have agreed to take on? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's all. That's all really good grist for the mill. As I think about managing with GTD, the other the other thing I, I wanted to bring up that goes back to something you were saying earlier had to do with um, are we are we agreed on on the vision that we have, right? And we can talk about that in in you know in specific tactical instances when it comes to you know a particular project, let's say, but it's also a bigger picture question. You know, where where are we as a team? Where are we as an organization going? and And those conversations, again, I think are are fleetingly, fleetingly rare in many, many of the folks that I talk to. Um, some organizations do do, I think, a good job of laying out the broad canvas of where are we going as an organization. And I think that in many cases, there's a disconnect. Between those big strategic goals for the organization, and, hey, what does that mean for me as an individual? How do I need to be managing my team differently? How very specifically is what my team is going to do? How does that relate to that big strategic goal I've just heard talked about, right? And that thinking, I think is is again, it is very helpful when it happens. and and I think it's it's again pretty rare. Um, and I think you know, again, organizations could benefit from more from more uh, focus on, uh, on those issues too. I don't know, yeah. what's, your, what's your take?
0: No, I think that's great. I love the idea of, of commitments as the atoms, you know, of, of the GTD practice. And, um, and you're right, I think commitments happen at a lot of different levels, right? So there's, are we committed to the vision? And there's, are we committed to, you know, the very next step and, and do those things join up, right? It also occurs to me that in a management position of any kind, you're in a way co-committed with your team, meaning, you know, the, by definition with a manager, the, the buck stops with you, right? So people are doing things for you that ultimately um, you may not be doing at the line level, but you're accountable to in some way. Mm. So one of the biggest things there is, can you trust your team to execute things to a similar standard as as, as what you have and what you would hold for yourself if you were kind of doing it yourself, mm. So to me, that's one of the big places that GTD for managers comes in, you know, is is in that ability to objectively gauge, you know, how we're doing. Because this is you so you have your commitments that are the the me commitments, and then there's in a sense kind of the us commitments. Mm. Those I think can be a lot, a lot trickier for a lot of people if you don't have any kind of system. You know, it comes down to, well, that's a, that's, a, that's a good person I can rely on and that's someone I can't rely on so much or, or whatever. But getting objective about that and having the mechanics to be able to see and track who's doing what and to what standard and, and to what kind of timeline, if time is a factor in all of this, for me, it was a huge relief. For me, it was just, okay, I can trust the us. I knew I could trust the me that's what got me into (laughs) management ironically right was I'm a good little individual contributor so now the job is you know help others who are individual contributors and you be responsible for you know all of that to some extent Mm. so it can feel like a weight I think if you don't have you know the the systems to be able to to track and manage all of that but once you do you really can kind of take responsibility for that and Hey, the truth is that responsibility is there whether or not you're tracking it. You know that that's the thing is those us commitments exist. You know you're all kind of in the same boat together, um, whether whether you like it or not. Once you say yes to managing other people, so to me the, the, the having the system was a real was a real life raft safety net, um, sense that I could trust the us not just as a at a feeling level but. But and in, uh, in terms of the mechanics of knowing that we'd all we'd all you know, march in the same direction.
1: I, I love that, and I and I and I really like the point you made about the about the fact that responsibilities are there, whether whether you acknowledge <laughs> them or not, right, or whether you're conscious of yes. them or not. And it occurs to me that I think that's that what is disrupting sleep for an awful lot of people is the fact that they that those responsibilities are there and they're not externalized. And they're not handled in an appropriate way. You know, they haven't gone through the what is this? What does it mean for me? What's the next action? What's the outcome? Right, the core GTD thinking of the of the the the, uh, the processing or the clarifying step, and and that's what's waking an awful lot of people up at night. Is this kind of gnawing sense that yeah, I needed to do something about that, and 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 being woken up in the middle of the night by thoughts like that comes from not having handled that appropriately right. Um so yeah, I think that's I think that's spot on. It's um, I, I know we're we're sort of coming to the to the end of our of our time. If we were gonna um, boil this down or, or sort of top tip kind of approach, what maybe maybe with a lens, how about you talk about new managers? and I'll talk about tips for existing managers. How about that?
0: Great. Yeah. I mean, I think for new managers, the fundamental thing is, You are responsible now for the doers rather than the doer yourself. And in order to be able to be comfortable with that, right, um, to the same level you were comfortable with being a capable doer, having all the job skills you needed and so forth, um, you need, you need good lists, just, you know, very likely if you're already a GTD or you're using, you've been using lists for yourself to know what to do, you need to um, then Kind of take a mindset shift, take all that same level of you know responsibility and concern for the organization's needs and or your own needs if it's personal, um, and and shift that um, good level of of tracking and appropriate execution to an equally good level of tracking. What have we said we'd agree as a unit? You know, what is the us commitment here that we've made? Who has it? It's not me. You're delegating now. And how can I track that appropriately to support these, these people, the, the team, as it were, in making sure this gets done? So you don't have to, you know, you, you don't have to really um, let go of any of those kind of fundamental skills. It's, a, it's very much a transferable skill, the level of responsibility and concern you've had for getting things done. You just need to shift it up into now we're getting things done and I'm helping the whole team track and manage and take care of that. How about you, Todd? In terms of more experienced managers, maybe maybe somewhat new to GTD, but experienced in the game of managing others.
1: Yeah, I I think um, being able to make clear to the uh, to the members of your organization, to your direct reports, and to the broader organization, if you've got a bigger team, um, how is what we are doing as as an organization, the commitments that we've made to making things happen, our our projects, our longer-term goals. How does that dovetail with what the organization is, uh, the organization is is doing, and what's what's important to it in terms of the ways that it works? Um, that kind of that can be an incredibly powerful tool for, you know, this this phrase corporate alignment, absolutely. But also just in terms of engagement, right? It's it's going to be much easier to get your people to engage if it's clear to them how what they do day to day is helping. You know, is helping to Fulfill the um, uh, the mission of the organization, and therefore make a positive difference in the world. So, I think that's one thing that that um, in my travels I've seen uh, a lot of managers have a have a growth opportunity in. Um, and the other thing I guess I would say is don't be uh, don't be shy about uh, considering. You know, we've been talking today an awful lot about outcomes. We've been talking about projects. And we've been talking about delegating those and keeping track of them you know we mentioned the projects delegated list another important thing to keep track of for yourself and for the people that work for you are their ongoing responsibilities right what are they responsible for maintaining these are not outcomes per se they're not things that they're going to tick off as done they're 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 ongoing things and getting a sense uh, not just getting a sense, being very explicit about those things for yourself and for your team can help you to figure out um, you know how doable is your role, How doable are the roles of the people that you have working for you. Maybe you've got someone who's underutilized and they just don't have enough going on. You have a look at their you, know, you have a look at their their projects, the things that they're doing, and you have a look at the roles, the ongoing things that they're doing, and you look at it and you go, actually this person could take on some more, you know, time for a meeting. So I think that kind of that kind of bigger picture thinking, um, it's just one more example of how the methodology helps you to get out of the weeds uh, and and raise your sights a bit. And and yeah, I think that can be some uh, those can be some valuable thoughts for for existing
0: managers. Great stuff. So, yes, a lot of different levels and horizons at which GTD can help you manage not only yourself, but others and hopefully. Some some real practical um, approaches that you can you can take away from today's session about how to actually do that. So hopefully you found this this useful. Again, um, this is this is not just not just talking about middle management. This is about um, high level leadership as well. Right, those responsibilities, as well as managing any kind of relationship, personal and professional, where there's an us commitment going on. Not, it's not just just yours individually it's about us moving something forward together and there's a lot of that you know there's a lot of us as so hopefully that's been useful to to uh, you out there um, as always if you have thoughts questions uh, topics that you'd like us to potentially address in a later session info at next-action.eu info at next-action.eu is the best way to So for now, thanks for listening or watching or however you're um, being involved with us and tuning in today. And from Todd, from me, look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.